This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. Kia ora, my name's Rex Lovegrove, and welcome to Colours of the Heart, looking at life's challenges from a place of presence and compassion. Imagine there's no heaven. Welcome forward to Colours of the Heart. And recently, when I say recently, over the last year and a bit, I've been involved with Natural Success. And Natural Success was created by a, a magician, an absolute magician, uh, William Whitecloud. And William has passed um, his skill level, his, his, his heart to the world. And, and in doing so, he's, he's, he's encouraged other people to stand in their power and do that that they love and I have Cal on board now Cal's someone who um, I was involved with some training in regard to CYD uh, create your destiny and also um, alchemy and it was just such an amazing experience and I've decided personally for me it's about time that I brought some change makers into the program in the intention to stimulate that that's the heart desire for our audience so kia Cal. thank you thank you for coming on board I, I just so appreciate your time i know you're very very busy <laughs> very 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 busy and you've created space for me so oh, hey uh, love to you and look Cal, would you talk about um you know what natural success is what you do you know the adjustments and changes you've made because as far as i'm concerned you're a real change maker you're a magician <laughs> I, I, I try to be fresh. Thank you so much for having me here. And it's lovely to have a chat with you today. And yeah, look, I, I, I worked for, for Natural Success bringing uh, William's trainings to the world, really. And it really, it, it's a passion of mine because it changed my life completely. And I, and I love now that I can actually bring that back to other people. And um, really the work is focused on, on teaching people to tra- tap into the truth of who they are and really, really stand in their own power and create from a place of, of love and from their hearts rather than from uh, a place of pain and, and struggle in life. So, um, you know, my, my experience with William and doing his work, it wasn't absolutely extraordinarily changed my life from from being a single mum struggling with money struggling in relationships you know like it was it was life was tough you know and life is tough sometimes but uh I see it from a whole different perspective now and and during you know I went from one place where 
life was not how I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I was in, in a position in my life where I was thinking, wow, like, is this it? Like, is this is this the, the sum of my life now? <laughs> and, um, yeah, like, I, I, had a, I had a decent job and stuff, but it wasn't it wasn't full of passion and it wasn't full of love and I knew I had more to bring and more to give and at the point that I started doing this work I was actually coming to this work from a place of uh, my self-worth was so low that I was doing it so my son could have a better life it wasn't even about me. I, I wasn't even. I didn't even have my own sense of value in that. To so that's where I was at before I started doing this work. And then when I started doing this work, I I realized, you know, this this was my chance to awaken my heart. And in doing that, I've given him the most extraordinary opportunities now in life. So it's um, yeah. I, I just am absolutely thrilled to be able to talk to you about it and talk to your audience about it and and really you know delve into what it is that we do at natural success so what do we do at natural success Uh, yeah we teach creative development we call it creative development but really it's bringing people to a deep awareness of who they are and and teaching them how to create the life that they would love, like absolutely a life that lights them up, that lights their hearts up, the truth of who they came here to be. Like uh, we, we, we work on a premise that we all come, come into this world with an intention to create something and um, we teach people how to create that from their hearts. Beautiful. You mention premise what's a premise please uh, and a, a premise is, is is an assumption about the way things are and so now, this is what i loved about this work and what i still love about this work is that it's not a belief system it's not something you have to agree with or you believe in or anything like that you could just come and apply a premise to your life and see how it works for you and and it's much the same as, you know, we, we talk about, uh, you know, professional swimmers, they can imagine, like in their trainings, they can imagine that they have flippers for, for feet and, and webbed hands and things like that. And that imagining that and visualising that in their, in their training, they can actually improve their, their times. And is it true, is the premise true that they actually have webbed feet or, <laughs> or flippers? Uh, no, but when they apply that, they actually improve their, their times and what it is that they want to create in their lives, which is, is faster, faster swimming times. So we use in natural success, we actually use premises rather than, you know, telling people how to be, what to do, what to think, you know, how to act in life. We say, you know, we apply premises to our lives and um, by applying those premises in our lives, we actually can can see how they work for us and um, create extraordinary things from doing that. And, you know, we have a couple of, of really, you know, premises that we talk about in the first training that you talked about that you did the first time, Create Your Destiny, is that... Um, you know, your belief creates your reality, you know, like you, you actually create your own reality. And 
when we take we we learn by applying that premise in our lives when we take responsibility for what we're creating in our own lives we can actually take ourselves to the next level we can actually take full responsibility for what's happening in our lives the power is no longer outside of us it's inside of us to actually the assumption there is that if we're creating everything we could we could change it we have the power to change it and you know it it might sound um, you know, when you first come to this work, it might sound, oh, that's that's a little bit crazy, but you'll apply that a premise in your life and, it, you know, you become powerful by just assuming that you have the power to change. And it's it's a beautiful thing, Rex. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm witness to that. I'm witness to that. Um, well, I want to talk a little bit or a lot about intuition because I feel it's our first language. And it was the first time I actually um, experienced it through choice, through choice, through intention, experiencing intuition. And it's something that's available. I, I just feel that it's a, it's our natural tongue. And yet we've been so distant from it for such a long time. So could you talk into that, please, Kel? Yeah, I'd love to. Intuition is amazing. And everyone has access to it. This is the thing. I remember uh, thinking that, you know, intuition is something that people are gifted with. Everybody has it. This is the, this is the thing. Everybody has the ability to develop, to understand, develop, and learn how their intuition, by practicing it, can learn how their intuition uh, speaks to them. It's, it comes to each person in their own language. So everyone has the ability as humans to tap into their own intuition. And one of our premises is that we are connected to everything through all time and space. And our intuition gives us guidance uh, and gives us access to that. And it, it, it's proven that we are filtering every day. We're filtering out um we're receiving extraordinary amounts of information every day, extraordinary, every second, 400 billion bits of information every second, 400 billion bits, Rex, <laughs> every second, and we're filtering that down to 2,000 bits. So from that, that, you know, that's that's scientific, right? That's not that's not woo-woo. That's that's exactly what's going on for us. So if we can assume that we have the ability to access more than those two thousand bits, then what is that? That's that's us using our, our intuition. We can step outside our normal mode of, of awareness with our normal consciousness. And, and access what we call our superconscious or your intuition or your genius or what your creativity or whatever you want to call it. And in doing that, we can allow ourselves to, this is why we call it creativity, is because, because it accesses our ability to then make connections that are not normally made. And when we make those connections that are not normally made, that, that's, that, that's the source of creativity, right? That's, that's where creati creativity is born. And going into the world that we're in, at the moment, creativity is, is is exactly what we need to be doing. We need to be creative thinkers. We're moving into extraordinary, yeah, an extraordinary place of, of change in the world right now. We're in a shift. So um, 
we love teaching people how to actually do that. We there's it's an easy thing to do. <laughs> it's not as hard as you think it is, but it's it's just a matter of practicing how how to access that part of your consciousness and learn how it speaks to you and move from there and create your life. I mean, we we, we as magicians or alchemists or whatever you want to call us or geniuses or whatever it is, everyone has the ability to do it. And uh, which is what I love about it. It's not intellectual. It doesn't depend on any previous training or or what your upbringing was or how much money you've got. It's absolutely irrelevant. Everybody has the ability to tap into their own intuition and be guided in life by by their um, their higher self. Um, and that's what the world needs to be. You know, it needs to be needs to be bringing that out. We need to be bringing our higher selves to the world. Oh, I took all that. Yeah. Toe took all that. Hey, whānau, whānau, you've heard it here first. You've heard it here first on Colours of the Heart. And if you haven't, if you haven't been told today, let me be the first. You are sincerely, you are sincerely cared for. Kia ora. Hey, once again, once again, welcome forward to Colours of the Heart. And I've got 
Cal in the house. And hey, it's just been incredible, um, legend, having you on the show, Cal. But in the in the um, pause time, we 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 talked about a, an incident, and a situation that I found myself in, and I had a a tattoo on the <laughs> on my right shoulder, and it said "Trust no fucker," and um, and it's now removed. It's now removed. But there's a whole lot of intention around you know, that statement in itself. And so could you speak into that, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just having a laugh saying that's an intention to be violated, right? <laughs> Spend the rest of your life being violated. Like we said before, like focus, one of the premises we apply in the work is, is focus creates reality. And the truth is that most of us go around our lives just not knowing what we're actually focused on and that that like you know I, I know we can we can have a laugh about it now but it obviously came from a wound like that 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 intention to trust no one uh it comes from a wound it comes from a place or an unconscious place or an unconscious belief that you can't trust anyone or in this case a very conscious belief that you can't trust anyone but um you know, like like we're talking about before, there's there's another side of uh, our our minds we have that we are constantly being fed from, other than so we have have our intuition, right? We have our our superconscious, if you will, but we're also being informed by our unconscious. And until the you make the unconscious conscious, uh, you will just be driven by that. That's it's human nature. To be driven by that, and it's not—it's not something that—it's um, not something we need to fix. This is this is a—I mean, I can think of a million different pathways I can take this conversation right now. But one of the things is that yeah, we, we feel wounded and we feel like we're living in pain and all the rest of it, and then we go about trying to fix that instead of actually just bringing the truth into uh, of where that came from into our awareness and be able to then use that by neutralising that, we can actually move into our superconscious, move out into our intuition, intuition and operate from that place up rather than from our wounds. And the truth is that most of us spend our whole lives walking around compensating for our wounds. And, you know, that's what we project out into the world. I can't trust the fuckers. You know, man, <laughs> you're you're walking into the world communicating I can't trust anyone. Guess what? Guess what you're going to create, right? <laughs> it, it, you bring it in. And, it, and it's like, you know, and it's not by means of you throwing energy out there. It's by the way you act. And we can take responsibility for how our emotions are driving us in our lives, and our emotions are generally coming from our wounds if we don't if we don't neutralize that, if we don't become aware of it, and it keeps us completely on the wrong track in life, completely and utterly just spending our whole lives as a compensation for our wounds, um, instead of you know, stepping into the truth of our hearts and bringing the, what we what we came here to be, what we came here to create, what we came here to, to actually do in this lifetime never gets created because it's just overshadowed by us acting from our wounds and our pain consistently. And this whole thing of, 
you know, uh, well, how do I, how do I, and this is the thing, we're being informed by two parts of our consciousness, our wounds and our, and our superconscious, and what we pay attention to is what we create. It's what our subconscious is, is uh, will create from whatever we're, wherever we're putting our focus. And if you're walking around the world going, my focus is on I can't trust anyone, then that's what you're going to create. And it creates patterns in our lives. And, and, and if you get to... If you get, to, if you're lucky enough to get to the age that we are at, you can, you start to see patterns in your life. You know, most people, you know, I'm 50 now, and I, and I, most people at the age of 30 can see that there's patterns start evolving in their lives, and it's because we are creating from our wounds, and we keep actually focusing on what we're trying to get away from not what we want to go for not what our hearts really want to create and uh, the more we, we're focused on trying to get away from something and what we're scared of that that's exactly what keeps turning up and we keep having these instances where for me I was in, when I was came to this work it was just one shitty relationship after another <laughs> After another, and guess what the common denominator was, Rex? <laughs> it was me all along. So you know, it, it's it's it, it's important, and it's what what we're about is waking up to the truth of that, waking up to the truth of what it is that we're creating, um, and and taking responsibility for how we're acting and and what we're putting out there, and and understanding that that's what's creating our lives it's not it's not outside of you it's not it's absolutely not what's happening around you it's not the your perceived circumstances it's how you act and how you behave um and, and it's being driven from an emotional wound um and we can we can step out of that it's nothing to fix it's just it's just a human human structure that we're in where we're creating spirits living in a human uh, a human egoic vehicle and uh, that vehicle if it's left in the dark if, if you're if you remain asleep to what's driving you in your life you will just create more of that beautiful absolutely beautiful um what i've what, what's What's happened for me personally in the past is that I've been driven by an emotional response. And I remember when I first heard, you know, our feelings are not real. I'm going, what? <laughs> Fucking feels real from this end. So, and, I, and I know that was never delivered disrespectfully. I know that was never delivered disrespectfully. But could you elaborate on that? Could you clear that up? Because there's a lot of people who, who, who govern their lives by a, by a feeling that doesn't necessarily pay dividends. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> we all do. It's it's natural for us just to react to whatever thoughts and feelings. Emotions drive decisions, right? Like this is this is not woo woo. This is science. Emotions drive decisions. We we know that if you know you remove that that prefrontal cortex of the brain that they have done, you are actually unable to decide how to do anything. You don't know how to put clothes on, you don't know how to have breakfast, you don't know how to do anything. So it's important to have emotions like this is we need emotions to make to make decisions in life. So we, we don't want to demonize emotions and, and you know we but 
ultimately emotions, our, our immediate emotions are not, they're not creative. They're not creative. They're, they're a result of, like I said, we, we are imprinted from a very early age to learn how to survive in the world. Um, so, you know, under the age of five, we're imprinted um, with, you know, how it is, because we need to know how it is in the world. We need to know how things are out there so we can survive. And, and we make assumptions. We perceive what's going on and we make assumptions about what's going on. And then those assumptions are imprinted in us. And they're not necessarily the truth. They, they, they become then our wounds and we carry them throughout our lives. But we're always um, looking for how that is true. We spend our whole lives looking for how those wounds are true or how those assumptions are true in our lives. And, it's, and we're focused on that. And that, that, those wounds are, have emotions attached to them. And so when we're triggered in life, which we all get triggered, right? We get triggered, it's it's going back, it's referring to a memory, it's referring to a wound that was created before we were five years old, not by one incident, by multiple incidents. It's not like one traumatic incident's happened and you've got a belief and you're stuck with it. No, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. We are imprinted by a, a series of series of things that that happen and we make assumptions about that and we assume that that's how the world is, that's how life is, that's how we are, that's how others are, and then we spend the rest of our lives looking for how that's true. And when we get triggered, that emotion that's attached to those wounds pops up. And what do we do? We just react to that emotion and we react to that those thoughts that come with those emotions because where that's all we're seeing. We're just focused on that being the truth. And all of a sudden we're we're reacting to that in life. And then that those actions are creating what uh, you know the sum of our existence. And it's nothing more than a memory. It's nothing more than than a reference to what's unconsciously going on. And those thoughts and feelings, like you said, we, we don't say it with disrespect and we certainly don't, um, we don't want to be unfeeling. We're not unfeeling. We're emotional people and we want to be able to, to be with those emotions. And ultimately, that's what we, we want to do is be able to go, okay, when we're triggered and that emotion comes up, be curious about it. See it as a gateway to seeing what's really going on instead of just going with what we think is going on. Because, you know, we all have those experiences where, um, you know, we're triggered and then we turn around later and go, oh, actually, that, that, wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't what was going on at all. And, and I, I used an example of, you know, one day when I was walking down the, down the street and I perceived that there was a man coming for me across the road <laughs> and it scared the bejesus out of me. And, I, you know, and I, and I, and I spoke up. And in speaking up, I scared him <laughs> in in the situation. So I realised that, you know, like when I look back at that, I go, oh, my, my perception was that I was in danger, I was being threatened, you know, all of this stuff was going on and I, I, I had it, I had it, like I was going to be violated, there was all this stuff happening. And the truth was that he didn't even know I was there. So, you know, like,
being able to be able to, to, to not go with those reactions and, and, and be in, you know, proactive about what's going on for me and what's coming up for me is, is absolutely a game changer in, in my life because, you know, I, I can actually take action rather than be in reaction all of the time. Um, and it's, it's a much more powerful place to come from. <laughs> beautiful, Cal, beautiful. Hey, Fano, you, you have heard it here first. You have heard it here first. And, oh, Cal, I'm going to invite you forward to the show. Um, you, you speak with such a ring of truth as far as I'm concerned. And thank you for um, um, stepping forward into Colours of the Heart. Much, much aroha, much love to you. And Fano, Fano, you have been told. Yes, you have been told. You are sincerely cared for. Kia <laughs> Thank you for your time and your ears. If you are inspired and stimulated by what has been said, you can contact me at Mountaintop Life Coaching and look forward to hearing your feedback. If you haven't been told today, let me be the first. You are cared for. Kia ora. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com.